It's time for Talking Tauntauns! Your Star Wars source at AIPTcomics.com. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Tauntauns. I am your guest host, um, co-host, guest guest leader. I, I'm still not good at this. Um, Jim Lahane. Uh, JJ is out again this week because he is just moved into his new house. So we wish him congratulations on that. And with me, as always, is Nicole Herview. Hi, it's me. Hi, me. <laughs> the dad joke. Um, That's all good. I appreciate it. <laughs> And it's just us two today, so we have a exciting show planned for you guys, and uh, we hope that uh, you enjoy it. How are how are you doing, Nicole? I'm doing well, my friend. I'm ex- I'm excited to to get into our topic today. It's going to be really fun. We got a lot of interesting updates, and I I'm I'll get into why I'm so freaking excited. But I'm very excited to to have this conversation today. It's going to be a fun one. I th- I, th- I think we're I think we're going to be doing. Uh... We're going to be doing well. I spent today yeah. ripping stumps out of the ground. Um, Great. Because my, my field, my farmer field has literally, they just chopped down trees and left them there. And so trying to mow my lawn, I'm running over tree stumps. And so I I, yeah. I borrowed an excavator from the neighbor and I ripped out probably 30 tree stumps. And I made my first reel on Instagram about doing that. And I've never made a reel, and I have over 10,000 views of that. That's awesome. I'm, I'm like, okay, apparently these reels things are uh, are, are good. I don't know. If yeah, they're, they're pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've only dabbled in reels. Excuse me. Um, I've usually just uploaded my TikToks to reels. Like if a TikTok I'm doing does well, um, then I'll throw it on reels and it does okay. Um, but 10,000 views is pretty darn good, my friend. That's awesome. That's in. It's interesting, interesting content. Yeah, that's from like four hours. Oh my God, you're doing great. There, I'm, I, I won the internet today. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and with that, let's talk some news. Hell yeah. All right. I apologize for, for saying hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. You're good. I think that I think I think we'll allow it. We'll allow that one. Yeah. Okay, good. So, uh, that just that that's <laughs> your that there's hell in the Empire Strikes Back. You are right. That is true. So I think I think we can uh it, it is a Star Wars term now. Great. Han Solo screams it. Mm-hmm. We almost use it as part of our uh, one of our transitions. I'll see you in <laughs> hello. <laughs> Your will freeze before you reach the first marker. Then I'll see you in hell. Hello, what have we here? Okay, never mind. On to the news. So we actually, um, for those people who don't know, there is a Star Wars hotel coming in. Uh, the Disney's Galactic Star Cruiser coming to Walt Disney World just outside of um, the Hollywood studios and kind of in the back door of galaxy's edge. And they're going to take advantage of being in the back door of galaxy's edge, um, for certain. And you can see various in progress photos, um, from a while ago I found on online, but they have released some official information, including the first poster for the galactic star cruiser Mm -hmm. and the poster since this is an audio podcast, not a video podcast, I'll explain it to you. Basically shows four individuals of 
random individuals. They're a First Order um, officer, a Twi'lek, um, somebody kind of wearing Ray's robes, and then somebody in like a Jedi robe with a, a droid standing in front of them. And they're not meant to be anybody in particular. They're meant to be just generic people because these are supposed yeah. to be you. As, yep, they're supposed to be the guests. Yep, mm-hmm. supposed, supposed to be you as part of the story. And then the, you got the Galactic Cruiser in there. You have Kylo Ren and Chewbacca in the background. And um, it's kind of exciting. Like I, I, I like that we're finally getting information about it. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of question marks around this. Um, I mean, it's cool. We got a name. It's the Halcyon Star Cruiser, which is cool. Um, I, as a big Disney World person um amped for this and wasn't fully understanding what it was going to be um it seems to be a two-day excursion you basically um board the star cruiser as you would like a cruise ship and the experience includes like the you know two-night adventure at the uh in the hotel and then i believe you can go to galaxy's edge they take excursions an excursion to Galaxy's Edge. So as part right. of the hotel, you are a member, you are like a living member within this storyline. Correct. And so they yeah. take an excursion to Batu uh, as part of this. And I don't know how they're going to keep people in Galaxy's Edge. Like, like would they forcibly keep you in this part of the park? I, or? I think you could probably go through the rest of Hollywood studios, but truly I think they expect you to stay immersed in the experience. I think that's part of it. I Um, I would imagine so. You're spending this much money of which is also a question mark still. Big question mark there. Uh, Yeah. To do this excursion. And so I I assume it will be under um, the honor system that you will want to stay within the galaxy's edge. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how else they would, unless they have someone scanning, like, your ticket at the exit of Galaxy's Edge. Like, I don't know. That would be a nightmare. It'd make such a bottleneck. I don't think they'd do it. Um, But, yeah, it it seems like if you want to get the most out of your money, you're going to spend a lot of time on the Star Cruiser. Because that's what I would be doing. Um, But I did see a quote that said that you can kind of get into it as much as you want, which I think is cool. Like you could, you know, be in full costume, which you can't do anywhere else really in Disney World. You could be in full costume and get really, really into it. There's a hidden room. There's a hidden engine room in the hotel that you could go try to find. There's different like adventures that you can go on. Or you could just sit at your at the bar in your pajamas if you want. That was the quote that I saw and I enjoyed that. <laughs> so really it's as much of a LARPing experience as you want it to be, but it could be very intense, which if you want to get into it that way, you're not going to leave Galaxy's Edge because that breaks that breaks it, right? Yeah. And so I think they're kind of relying on that as of now. I think the only thing that would break this would be the other people in the cruise with you. Because you're always going to have those people who wanted to do it and or dragging along somebody else who they wanted to do it and the other person didn't. And so, like, they're not going to have fun, whereas people like you and I 
we would be like 100% in. Like, let's do yeah. this. Like, let's wear, yeah. I, I will have my Jedi robe. I'll have my smuggler's uniform. I don't care. Like, I, I will be 100% on board for this. Um, my family will be staying at a different hotel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should just do a, a talk in Tauntauns trip. That would be fantastic. And like, leave the the beloved loved ones behind and just be like, let us have this. Because <laughs> it's only a couple days, you know? You could, yeah. you know meet up with a bunch of people and have them go to the parks and do whatever they want. Maybe you meet up in Galaxy's Edge if you can plan it right. You know, you you could have a lot of fun with this. And I, I do think you're right. I think that there's, it's going to be one of those things that you got to be all in or not, you know? Um, otherwise, it's just going to, oh my God, is that going to be interesting for people who don't want to be there? Because this is going to be intense, I think. I think so, but you're right. I, th- I, I can't imagine how much fun it's going to be. So much fun. It's going to be great. So I, I guess it's two two nights, two, but probably two nights, like three, three days. days. Yeah, so you yeah. arrive the first day, uh, like first evening, afternoon. So check-in usually at the hotels is like 3 o'clock. So I'd assume it'd be roughly about mm-hmm. the same. And they, yep. they make specific notion mention that this is not a hotel and you're no, you're calling it a no. cruise line really yeah. is as apt to it because you are trapped on this ship you can't you're Correct. not allowed to leave there's yeah there's a boarding time there is an end time you like dock you know like not in reality obviously you stay very much in one place but the idea is like treat this as if you are taking off yes like this is like a cruise ship or you know a you know lesser so but like if you're gonna make a flight you got to be there on time and then you get off the plane at a certain time and that's kind of what this is about same thing with you know a, a cruise ship um this is the only kind of cruise i would do because i don't like uh boats so this is very exciting for me i'm like oh i kind of get that experience yeah i'd still get motion um, sickness yeah. on a starship that doesn't move Oh, yeah, probably. I probably will as well. Um, but also very much like a cruise, the price tag is going to include your food, which I find awesome. Um, it's going to be kind of a, you know. All-inclusive? Yeah, it's going to be like an all-inclusive thing. I'm sure your ticket to Galaxy's Edge is included as I well. I would imagine um, so, which is yeah. like kind of talking about the, the price. No prices mm-hmm. have been announced Anybody no who's idea. been to an all-inclusive knows they're not really that cheap because you do get the no. food. But when you're comparing it right. to the other Disney hotels, you don't get your food. And so Correct. that's an, usually a very high added uh, expense. But yeah. any prices that you've seen out there, anybody, anybody who's seen prices out there, don't even pay attention to them because they are Nothing completely made up. Like people are guessing are. at what these prices are. And so it's... Yeah. There's nothing. There's no indication of where this will be per night. And really, right. it's and not a per night experience. You're going to pay for the one. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's one price probably per person. Um, I don't think the rooms offer much variety. I think we've kind of seen what the, you know, state rooms look like. Um, and They're, I think it's kind of going to be like, how many people are in your party? This is what, this is the room you get. I don't know that there will be upgrades. Um, I've seen maybe? a I don't know. map of the rooms. They, they have okay. shown a map of them and there are like the, I'm willing to pay a lot of money. Can I have the good room rooms? Sure, 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 sure. There's not many of them. And then there's mm-hmm. 
I think the rest of the rooms are all the standard Disney, this is what you get room. Yeah, it it seems very uh, like a small space. They don't want you in that room. They want you doing stuff. You know, I guess that they want you sleeping in that room and that's it. Um, which, fine. Um, but yeah, it's hard to one like figure out how people would even get to a number. Just because even if you look at Disney hotels, they vary greatly in price. Like, oh my God, you could go anywhere between $200 to five, that, five grand and more. There's rooms that are eight grand because they're basically whole houses. There are rooms, there know? were rooms for like 70 bucks, $79 a night. So you're sure. right. There's yeah, absolutely. Every, everything in between. Yeah. It's it runs the gamut. So then if you add on the food, well, that's difficult because I guess you could look at the Disney dining plan and compare it to that. But th that's hard as well. Like um, there, there is just no way to know how much this is going to cost and include the price of a park ticket. Um, I don't know. But if you start adding that up, I'm sure when you break it down, when they give you this gigantic price tag, you're going to see that like. Yeah, there's going to be an upcharge on everything, obviously. Like, it's going to be expensive. But for what you're getting, I mean, we, we don't know yet. But it seems cool that, like like I said, food's included. We have a look at that, which is really cool. Um, there's some interesting stuff. And uh, to me, it looks a little bit more appetizing than what's in Galaxy's Edge, but we'll get there. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot to put in this price tag. Like, it's a whole experience. It's a room. It's, you know, there's an opportunity to do lightsaber training. Like, what the heck? There's a lot going on in here. Like, a lot. So it's going to be kind of up to you to make the most of it, which I think is cool. Um, I don't think that you're going to have a shot at, like, riding Rise of the Resistance or anything like that, because good luck doing that right now. Or but they may maybe. they may have the guests have a special. That would be worth a lot of money if they so do So every, like... You have a certain number of guests in the hotel. Rise of the yeah. Resistance can hold actually a fair deal at a time. I, I sure. wrote it um, back uh, last year uh, before oh, before everything shut down. I, I wrote it. We were there for uh, <laughs> the marathon in January of 2020. Oh, very nice. And so okay. we, I, I was able to ride it. I was the only one in my entire group that was able to ride it. And um, wow. just because timing and who needed to be in the park to sign up. And so there, there's right. a, quite a yeah. number of people in the group that you kind of move through with. And I can sure. imagine that they would actually t make a special access for the people in maybe in, in the hotel. If you're all traveling together, say like meet up at rise of the resistance or even use that as the first like stop yeah. in the, in the park. Yeah. I wonder if they'll have like a guide and that's how they keep track of you. It's like, this is your group. We go on this ride, we go on Millennium Falcon, you go eat a Ronto wrap, and then you leave. Like, goodbye. Can I sign um, up for not going on the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, you didn't like it? I got so sick. Really? Yes. Um, so, like, okay. I, I have terrible motion sickness. My my. So does my dad. My yeah. ears um, don't help. That my, I have terrible hearing. And like sure. they're almost, they feel like they're clogged almost all the time. So that makes my motion sickness worse. That'll do Both it. Both yeah. my daughter and I were chosen as the pilots. You don't really get to pick your spot. And so, yeah, one pilot goes side to side. One pilot goes um, forward and back. I think if, or up and down, um, basically. Okay. Uh, going off of memory. So if I'm wrong, 
uh, give me a little leeway. But my sure. daughter had the side to side. I had the up and down. One person, the up and down person, pulls the hyperspace lever. So I got to do that. Cool. Meanwhile, while you're on the ship, you're flying it around. I'm going up and down. She's going side to side. And what she does is just slams the joystick back and forth. No, 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 and no. And you're in a room with all of these windows that are all projection screens, essentially, that are projecting yeah. where you are. And you're like the ship is shaking back and forth. I yeah, literally yeah. just reached out, put my hand on her hand and said, stop. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. I can't I can't do this anymore. <laughs> oh, sweetie. Oh my god. Yeah, my dad. So we have a group of four going. I'm going in a couple months. We have a group of four. So we were like, Dad, you're going. Like, cause he's the fourth man. I'm like, we don't want a rando in the Well, it holds you know, six. It holds six. Okay. I think they changed it like if you have a party of four, they're not gonna add more people just because of COVID stuff. I think that was what they were doing. Could change by the time I go, yes, but that's but, what we understood. Yeah, COVID so, is all. I I believe I heard the same thing where uh, because yeah. of COVID, your group is your your group is your group, right? So we were like, okay, Dad, you have to come then. Um, so he has motion sickness, so we were like, we're gonna give you the like because if there's four of us and we each get a spot, like we kind of decide between us who gets what job or whatever. So we were like, you're gonna get the engineer or whatever, the one who does nothing. I have to look it up. The one who does almost nothing. We're like, you go do that and close your eyes and don't move. And we're just going to put him in the back and hope <laughs> that works. Um, Engineer sits but, in the yeah. middle, actually. Okay. So like well, there's the, gonna, wherever. I believe there's the, the gunner is in the back yep. seat. The engineer is in the yeah. middle and the pilots are obviously in the front. Yeah. My mom wants to be the gunner. Bless her. Um, and then me and my brother are going to be Han and Chewie. And uh, figure our life out and uh, cause chaos, probably. So, I mean, I'm excited about it. I'm excited for that. Um, but, yeah, we digress. Um, but I'll be there very soon. Um, and then maybe one day I'll get to go on the Star Cruiser with the Blue Shrimp. Yes. So um, you had pointed this out to me a couple of yeah. days ago. It looks like uh, the Disney food blog had posted pictures of the food that we, some of the food at least, that we'll be getting on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Yep. This is one of my favorite sources ever. I can't recommend them enough. Um, Their website, not great. Some of their uh, YouTube videos don't look great, but the content is usually phenomenal. They are my go-to. but they're, they announced that we're going to kind of have a couple different dining options. Uh, there's a Crown of Karelia dining room where they're going to be serving food that looks interesting. There's purple noodles, something that looks like guacamole, something that looks like orange chicken with it, some it looks garnish like, like on top General of it. Sow's chicken. Looks and like, General Sow's as well. Yeah, yeah. The purple noodles are something, I, I don't know if they're in the park in uh batu but you, they sure. are in the um the cookbook okay cool cool, cool. The, uh, the... so that might you might be able to figure that out if you have the cookbook um you can uh compare um there's going to be uh an item that's inspired by mustafar as well which is cool i don't know if we have a picture of that but there, there's there's a it's... lot of crypticness around this but the like mustafar the mustafar one is the pictured directly below that it's it looks Is like it? the okay. candied has a candied vader helmet and it's sitting yes. on a looks like a um 
has dry ice with like uh-huh. a chunk of uh-huh. ice cream, so it's like uh, fizzing. Yeah, so. uh, that does. Yeah, it it looks very strange. There's a lot of unique looking food, but like I said, some of it looks like General So's chicken, which is very like appetizing and like yeah, I'll eat that. Um, and then we have at the very bottom here, we have um, the blue shrimp from uh, the Mandalorian. Yes, Sorgan, um, I, th- I think is the okay. the name of the planet where the in the the first season. Um, where they met Cara Dune, who we don't talk about anymore. Yes. I don't know her. I, don't, I never heard of her in my life. Um, but it looks like it's on top of a cocktail, like a shrimp cocktail, but oh, like you're an right. actual it, drink. It does. It lo- it's, there, it's like a platter on top of a, like a brandy a dr- sniffer. Like a liquid. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks really interesting. There's a bunch of stuff like that. Um, I'm looking at, at, like to see if there's real like descriptions of anything, but not really. Um but yeah, we're going to have the Sublight Lounge and the Crown of Corellia dining room um, that are going to be offering some foods and some drinks. They um, do the drinks yeah. thing with the food a lot at Oga's, too, I yes. noticed, because mm-hmm. um, my daughter got the blue milk. And you can get yes. the blue milk outside of Oga's at the blue milk, or the blue, the blue milk stand. Uh, and it just right. comes as um, blue milk, or you can get it spiked in Disney World. And I got the blue yeah, and the green there, but if you get it inside Ogas, it comes with a um, cookie, a bantha cookie, yeah, a, ban- right? a bantha cookie a that just cookie. sits on top of the, the the glass essentially. Yeah, it looks cool as hell. Um, I just got my Ogas reservation this week. Oh, good. And I Ogas was so much fun. So excited! I'm freaking out. I'm so excited. I read like the menu to my mom today because my mom is the big. Um, other Star Wars. My brother's into it as well, but my mom is the one who got us into it. So she's like the big Star Wars person. And I was reading her the menu and she was like, what the hell is, what are we, what am I going to drink? I was like, I don't know, but I've got options. I'm very excited. Um, but obviously I'm going to have the fuzzy tauntaun because. You're a, you're a tauntaun. I'm, re- I'm required. Actually. I'm required to drink that. JJ insisted before I went. JJ went before I did. Um, and uh-huh. he insisted that I get the fuzzy tauntaun, and it is an experience getting it. I'm very so excited. I, I don't know if you've read what it what it does. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I, I know the yeah. It's very excited. You're, even knowing, it's still yeah. like one of those like what the hell? <laughs> what is wrong with my face? Yeah, yeah I'm get, I'm very excited about it. It's like the one that I'm like, oh, there's a gimmick drink. I want that one. Yeah. You know, I'm like obviously that's the one but I they're want. They're all um, everything's a gimmick. They're all interesting. The Yub Nub sounds phenomenal, but like it's in this souvenir glass that I don't want. I'm like, can I just have the drink? But anyway, that's a whole other thing. But I'm very excited to just experience. Well, they don't give you the glass that it comes in. They'll actually Uh switch it out for a new glass. Like they'll give you one Uh clean in a box. So I don't know if, like, if you don't, if you really don't want it, what what they would if, the, if they give yeah, you a discount because it's or something. expensive as hell yeah it's like 38 bucks yeah like with the glass which fine you know whatever but like that was one of the only drinks my mom was like i want that and i was like you want a glass and she was like no like she was so <laughs> upset um but yeah i'm sure we'll, i'm sure there's some you can ask for you know because that's the thing or like across disney pro tip hello if you want disney tips you come to me um if you ever want something, especially at like a quick service restaurant, so not one where you have a server, one where you go up and order and then you get your food and you sit down, whatever. 
counter service, that kind of stuff. If you want like the hamburger and you don't want the fries that it comes with, you get a discount. Oh. If you say, I don't want the side, it's like a couple bucks, but like you're, you don't want to just get the fries if you're not going to eat them. So A, you don't have to waste food and B, you, you save a few bucks. So they do that with other stuff. So I would assume if you just ask, they'll help you out. That's kind of the Disney way. You know, for the most part, if a cast member can do something for you, they're going to. I've run into exceptions here and there, but just it doesn't hurt to ask. You know, just be nice. That's I was just about to say that generally just just be be nice. nice. Like if if you if you're nice, nice. they are more than willing to help you. Yeah. If you are one of those guests, then probably not. They're not going to help you. They're genuinely not. I have a, a dear friend of mine, a family friend of mine who was a cast member there for nine months. She did the Disney College program. Okay. Um. And I visit her there, the whole thing. So she gave me a lot of inside information that I will not be sharing on this podcast because of laws. <laughs> and it's, it's and very much like... her name is, and when did she nope, work? The, <laughs> nope, nope. The attitude, the attitude is very much, if I can help you, I will. But if you give me crap, I'm not going to try that hard. Yeah. It's, it's very simple. Like, Disney, not always is a cast member able to make magic happen and you need to be very understanding when they can't but if they can they will because it makes their day so just like be nice see what they can do for you if they can't do anything say thank you and you move on it's that simple yeah we've had some stand yeah we've had some astounding um like the cast members just helping us out like um my daughter has cerebral palsy and she can she can walk mm. but not all like in disney she gets tired very very quickly and so we have a wheelchair for her and we have the special we get the ds pass and like the cast members will bend over backwards for her like like it, like course. it's just um it just warms my heart because like it makes her experience all that better and then you go out in the real world and find out like yeah nobody else is helping a kid <laughs> it's sad but disney that disney bubble is real you know um and i'm so happy that they're able to to do that and like make people's days and you know what i mean like that's how it should work yeah you know but yeah yeah i i yeah this is why i love it so much i love this place and i we've gone almost every single year for like the past 10 years to either disneyland or disney world like we yeah. We absolutely love it. Um, yeah, we, it's great. We have a uh, my my wife has a, a relative who is a uh, one of the certified Disney um, TAs, travel agents. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we don't use her because I I do everything. I love doing it. I, I love I, it. I love doing I, it. I, they're like she's like, why didn't you use me? And I'm like, because I like doing it. Like this is yeah. like, literally I get excited. Like one day, like yeah. well, I can make reservations today. <laughs> like, yeah oh my god you should have seen me the night i could make reservations i um stayed up until midnight just in case because sometimes things pop up at midnight but they're not supposed to so once in a while you'll get lucky so i stayed up until midnight and then got up at five because i heard that they sometimes leak them out they're not supposed to but sometimes reservations start to leak out so from 5.30 until 6 when everything went live, I'm sitting there at Oga's because that was what I was going for. My mom was hitting another couple. I had like three to do. And then my mom had three for the like week we're there. And I'm just sitting there at Oga's. I'm sitting there refreshing every minute. 
from 5.30 until 6. And then they popped up and I almost cried. Like, we got it right away. No problem. I did that and Beaches and Cream, like, right off the bat. I was thrilled with myself. Beaches and Cream is I fun. I get so angry. I'm like so that. excited. We did our... I've never been there. We did our vow renewal at Disney. Um, Aww, and so we had sweet. a, um, uh, like, our basically our, our wedding, which, not really wedding, but our wedding dinner right. at the... Um, Oh, I can't remember the name. It's the, it's the basically the restaurant next to Beaches and Cream in there. Okay. Oh my God, I could probably. I'm not gonna. It's do in it the boardwalk. And waste I know everybody's that. time, but yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of really cool restaurants in there. Uh, my guess would be Trattorino Forno. No, they were closed. Uh, no. Actually, I believe okay. when we were there. Yeah, they were doing renovations. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. did. We did our vow yeah. renewal. It was our 10 year anniversary, so we did it. That's great. Oh God. Five years ago now, man, that's that's awesome. So, but it was a lot of that's, fun. It was like we dream. got married. We got all the perks of getting married. I still have an yeah. annual pass. Like we, they gave us two annual passes um, that we could use whenever. Like they're good for yeah. forever. And so we have two. That's awesome. We have two annual passes, but we lived in Utah, so we could never actually right. use them. Like we never traveled yeah. to Disney World enough to actually use them. But now that we're in New York, flights are cheap enough that we actually like are going to consider it. That and my mom uh, lives just south of Tampa. So she's oh, fairly close, close to hours. two hours, three hours away, somewhere okay. in there. Yeah, my my grandparents lived down there um, when they were alive, bless them. Um, and my family and I, we would go down there every year to visit them. And every <laughs> other <them>. year, <laughs> no, like truly, we would be there for like two weeks. And every other year, we'd go to Disney for a few days. Oh, okay. you know, and whether they came with us or not, you know, we we would go. Um, so that's how I got my absolute love for it. And yeah, I'm in New Jersey, so it's it's really easy to get down there. It's like pretty darn quick. Um, so now I like to go every year, whether it's with my friends or with my family or whatever. But obviously, um, COVID kind of, amongst many other things that it did, uh, punched that plan in the teeth. So the the trip we were supposed to take last year, we're taking in a couple of months. Yeah, that's what I, so. we, we've... Ended up going last year, which is the funny thing. Um, timed it out. Yeah, good job. And uh, I, like we've been talking, I was supposed to go to Celebration last year, which would have been at, at oh. we would have been in Disneyland essentially. Uh, and Celebration now postponed till next year. So I don't know if we're actually going to be able to go this year because I don't want to fly till my daughter can get vaccinated. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I I wouldn't. That's the only reason I do want to say this very, I guess, publicly. We're going because my whole family's vaccinated. We all got Pfizer. We're all pretty confident. And we've all been like careful and wearing masks and plan to do that the whole time, whether it's needed or not, um, or like mandated or not. We're going to be very careful about it. Um, But I'm going because I need joy in my life. Till they shut Florida down and prevent anybody from getting out. (laughs) <laughs> shush, 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 be quiet. Don't breathe that into existence. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're. I'm very excited. And yeah, um, with with all the safety we could possibly have, we're gonna go because my family's all adults. You know, yeah. we don't we don't have any kids or anyone who's at risk, and um, we will stay away from anyone who is for a while, um, because of course, like that's the only responsible way to do this right now. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine taking my kid anywhere near there right now. Yeah. Of course, I'm not a parent, so I can't say anything about it. But I can't imagine the stress I would be under or, like, the risk it would be. I can't imagine. I don't know what I'd do if we had reservations and there was a kid involved. I don't know what we'd do. 
sell it. Probably. I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Guess what? You're staying with your grandma. Mom and me are going to uh, Disney World. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's, um, I wouldn't do it. That's all I'm going to say about it. Is I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing it if we had someone we were we had to be concerned about. Um yeah. All right. So that's that's how much faith I have in the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. On to lighter news. Uh we have one more story. Of course. And so when the big news, if you haven't seen the final episode not for final, the season finale of uh season two of The Mandalorian, we had a special guest star. In someone that looked a lot like um, Mark Hamill in the guise of Luke Skywalker, and I, I remember when I when he popped up, it was like an amazing like chills sort of moment. But you kind of look at him, and you go, something's not quite right. And what like some of the issues I had personally was that the mole on his face was clearly mapped onto his face and not an actual like three D object. Yes. It was like. A, like someone like literally took a picture of a mole and taped it to their face. And so right. it, like th- that's like one of the most defining features. But like other like he it, it was one of the uncanny valley sort of like like he yeah. looked almost like Mark Hamill, but not quite. Well, a lot of people thought this and one person kind of went a little extra. I'm sure a lot of people went a little extra, but this specific person um, went a little extra and basically took the model in the Mandalorian and made it look more like uh, what Mark Hamill would have looked like at that time. And he got hired by Lucasfilm. He did. Uh, a well person done. who goes by the name of Shamuk. Um, I, I do mm-hmm. uh, like the name Shamuk. Uh, he, it's good. He's a, he's a Shamuk. But um, <laughs> he, he was officially hired by ILM Lucasfilm, um, quote, a few months ago, and that he is settling into his job as senior facial capture artist. Good for him. And so that's one of those, like, like, yeah, you just, you do this for the fun of it, and apparently this turns into something real, because he did a great job when looking at the, the video that's posted at the, look, Clearly, like Sebastian Stan standing next to Mark Hamill. That's basically what it looks yeah. like. <laughs> yep. I I am shocked at how much Sebastian Stan looks like Mark Hamill. Yeah. Like, if that man wanted to play Luke, he could do it. That's kind of astounding to me. Um, but yeah, it looks great. It looks really, really good. And I mean, well done. Congrats. I'm sure they'll be using his talents and everything. Um, which is good because I feel like anytime they do the face mapping thing, whether it was Tarkin or Leia or Luke here, it, it feels like almost, you know, like kind of. Tar- and then it's like, but I know it's fake. Tarkin, you know, this is was better. one of those that my wife didn't realize. She didn't re- really she did not realize because she's um, not that big like she enjoys the movies with me but she couldn't tell you one person like other than the main principal actors in the movies like Tarkin is essentially a side character that she doesn't realize who is and when we saw Rogue One in the theater she didn't realize and I I was bothered by it because I'm like it's almost there like yeah like Leia was a completely different matter because Leia is one of those like you know that you know uh, Carrie Fisher you know what she should look like and yes I, I feel like they were a little more off with her, but like they were like 
for the the layperson, I think um, Peter Cushing came out fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he really did. But it's still like in the back of your head, like I know that man's not there. <laughs> you know, figuring he's um, been dead for many years. <laughs> exactly. I'm like he, I was gonna say, we know that man's not living, um, which is quite sad. Um, but yeah, it, it it should be cool to see the difference. You know, the quality in this side by side is is pretty striking. So I'll be interested to see how they use it and whether it shows up in, you know, Book of Boba Fett or, you know, whether it's in Kenobi or, or what what they do with this. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see. Yeah, I think that it should be. I, I think he has a, a, a promising career ahead of him with uh, with his abilities and that hopefully will turn into better content for us. Like if they can get to a so. point where even diehard fans can't tell the difference, then then you've won. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Then uh, I mean, it begs the question: Then what happens to the actors when they get too expensive? You know, it's like it's going to be interesting to see what that does to not only Star Wars but like the industry. Yeah, but that's a downer. <laughs> hey, you know, it, it's it could be good. Who the hell knows? We'll see. All right. So now I want to get on to our, our main topic, which actually our main topic ended up being mostly Galaxy's Edge by this point. <laughs> yeah, honestly, which is fine. All right. So since it's just Nicole and I, and Nicole had not was not on when we had talked about the upcoming stuff, uh, Nicole brought up the idea of it's been a couple months, so let's talk about what is what is coming. What are we excited to look forward to? But I wanted to talk about something a little bit before we even did that. Nicole yep. is not new to the podcast. She's been on a lot of times, but we don't really know Nicole as the Star Wars fan. And so I, mm-hmm. I've kind of gotten the, like, you haven't watched, clearly you haven't watched everything that's out there. You're kind of, you're picking up a nope. lot of stuff as we're going. So when did you mm-hmm. s- first start getting into Star Wars? 1999. Um, I remember it very clearly because um, it was with Phantom Menace. So it's pretty easy to date that. Um, so probably 1999, 2000, I was seven or eight. Um, I was over a friend's house very dear friend of mine uh their dad was my mom because the the families were very good close family friends my uh my friend's dad said to my mom like have you seen the new star wars yet and i don't remember if he had a bootleg or if it was the vhs i don't know (laughs) but um he had phantom menace and he was like you have to see this so he and my mom were like all right let's do it and eventually all eight of us, because it was me and my friend, our two siblings and our parents, sat down and watched uh, at least the first 45 minutes of Phantom Menace. And I was done. I was hooked. I was originally like scared because for some reason as a kid, I had seen for some reason Darth Maul, Vader, all these like scary, quote unquote, characters. And I was like, I don't want I don't want this took about five minutes for me to completely change my mind about that. And I was enamored. So the next day, my mom showed me A New Hope on, like, that original, like, VHS set of, like, the three movies. Um, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. You it's, know the one. Uh, yeah, I got, I got you it. You definitely know it. the one. Um, <laughs> she showed me um, Phantom, uh, show me A New Hope, rather. And um, 
Then, like, the next day, it was, you know, it was Empire. And I wanted to watch uh, Jedi immediately. I was like, I, I need to know what happens to Han Solo. And that's when I knew I was a big fan. And um, my mom was like, I had to wait like a year before I found out what happened to Han Solo. Like, calm down. <laughs> she, she had to be like, it's okay. Like, she showed me the, the um, Return of the Jedi VHS and had, he was on the back of it to like stop me from crying. Like, because I loved that man very much. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it and became slowly i think a bigger fan than her um watched the well you're on a podcast yeah hello she say that no no but she's the reason i am um no very so yeah we watched all the prequel movies together now you know we go see every movie that comes out together if we can manage it if we can't we talk about them immediately um you know she she's a big reason that i i'm such a big fan but now i I had a lull in the middle. I want to say, like, just because, like, I didn't have access to the Clone Wars and Rebels and things like that. Now that they're on Disney Plus and I have easy access to them, I'm running through them as fast as I can, which uh, isn't that fast, <laughs> but I'm working on it. <laughs> I've got, like, two and a half seasons left of Clone Wars, and then I'm going to eat Rebels for breakfast and, you know. Yeah, the Clone Wars was usually fairly easy. It was on, it, it went on Netflix for a while. It was. And it was on Netflix for a good while. Yeah. Rebels, I've heard a lot of people like I watched them live, and so I was I was there. I I bought the DVDs because I'm a collector. Sure, I own them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I bought the DVDs. But for people who are not me, they're really hard to watch, and they they were not anywhere once Rebels was off. Like like not being actively played, you could like season three was being aired but you couldn't find season one or season two anywhere that wasn't being streamed on anywhere and so a lot of people i know are like i want to watch rebels how can i watch like the first two seasons you can't Mm -hmm. you gotta like you gotta pay for it that's the only way you watch it and so them being on disney plus really blew it open to everybody like like you were saying is you can now find them you can go through them whereas before yeah it wasn't that easy right it wasn't it wasn't and i just like i think with the books i mean this was pre-legends being decanonized there was so much that i was like intimidated i was always intimidated by it you know like all of the supplementary material was always so much that i was like where do i even begin and now i I think my mindset has changed to being like oh my god it's like a candy land like there's so much i'll never run out of content like you know it i think it was a challenge in the beginning and now it's like oh my god this is the best opportunity ever that i'll never run out of star wars to explore um and yeah i'm a big freaking dork and um nowadays i'm that's fine yeah nowadays i'm just making tiktoks talking badly about george lucas and asserting my uh very intense star wars opinions on the world so and i'm also here that's that's all you need (laughs) right Basically, I don't have intense Star Wars opinions. When sure. people come up to me and they have an intense Star Wars opinion that I disagree with, I go, "Okay, yeah, that's nice. it's it's yeah, more it, you can feel that way." Yeah, it's more <laughs> me just like trying to battle the toxicity than anything else, and just being like, "That's how I battle my yeah." That's is I, yeah, yeah, okay, uh huh. That's, that's, that's see, I'm I'm more confrontational than that. 
and I will, you know, make tic- like passive aggressive TikToks about people who think the sequels aren't canon. I'm like, there's a difference between just not liking something and being like, they're not real. You know, I'm like, they're obviously, they didn't exist. they're obviously canon and raise a Skywalker and shut up. And there's yeah. someone else on TikTok. You can not like something yeah. and still have it be real. And that's fine. <laughs> and you don't have to like everything, you know, and that's fine. But like, there's there's a, a creator on TikTok who, who says it a lot. His name is The Sleepy Savior. He's great. And um, he will always say, you're not a bigger Star Wars fan for liking less Star Wars than me. It's not a competition, but you're not a bigger fan because you like less of Star Wars than I do. Like, doesn't have to be like that, man. Um, I just think that's that's a, the, the best way to put it. It's like, yeah, this was never a competition, but if you're going to make it one, stop. Like, just, just cease, basically. If you're going to make it a competition, I already won. I did. I did win. No, but I just, you know, I get, I get like that where I'm like, oh, you're going to, you're going to start like crapping on other fans then I'm coming for you. You know, it's, it's very simple. Like, don't be toxic and I'm not going to yell at you. If you are, I'm probably going to yell at you. Well, that's like, um, like my favorite Star Wars movie mm-hmm. is The Last Jedi. It's great. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. I, think, mm-hmm. I, I loved it to death. And I know a lot of people who do love it to uh-huh. death. And I even like um, our, our friend Holly Fry uh, on Twitter had said, oh, I see uh, a certain movie is trending on Twitter. I'm leaving it now. Yeah. I'm leaving Twitter for now. And um, I couldn't figure out what it was. And so I'm reading through the comments. It's like, oh, apparently some for some reason, The Last Jedi was trending. And it's whenever it trends, it's never a good never thing. Good. Because people are dumb they're like just people silly. just don't understand the movie yeah and yeah and so yeah and i'm like oh i i, I can't even handle it like what like ugh. yeah man i just like i love the last jedi i do i see why people didn't like it or have issues with it and that's fine you can dislike something or not be a huge fan of it and you could leave it there you know like you could just if i hated it i'd be like yeah it's not my favorite i love that you love it that's great and I've said this before, if if I don't like something and someone else loves it, that's great for them. I don't care. You know, me not liking something shouldn't take away the enjoyment of somebody else's, you know, favorite thing. So yeah. that's just kind of, I think, the openness that we should have as a fandom, and we clearly don't. Um, so, yeah. There are several movies out there, not in Star Wars, other movies, several movies where I absolutely loathe. Mm-hmm. I don't go around actively hating them yeah like yeah. i'm like okay i will never watch that movie again moving on yeah, yeah. Move, i moved on with my life yeah like, yeah i like to analyze films and shows and things like the books especially and if i think something doesn't work i'll say this doesn't work because xyz but if you love it anyway great i'll never rarely i'll say something is bad I'll say, like, this doesn't work because X, Y, Z. Or, like, this could have been better because of ABC. Or whatever. But, like, I very rarely say this is atrocious. Very rarely. I'll say it, but I'll back it up and be like... But I'll always, again, I'm very much of the the opinion, unless your opinion is hurting someone, we can agree to disagree and I can move on with my life. You know? We never did have that sit-down chat about Shadows of the Empire. And oh, so we're changing yeah. topics today. Oh <laughs> so bad. That is poor. See, 
There it <laughs> is. Uh, that's, there. That was not my favorite book at all. But I know there's plenty of people who love it. And you know what? Okay. I'm wondering if many of those people who love it love it as their remembrance of it. It's like, Maybe. I love the original Thundercats cartoon <laughs> because I was a kid when it came out and it was absolutely fantastic. Sure. But then they put it on Netflix and I watched it again and I couldn't make it through two episodes because it is atrocious. Yeah, there's some <laughs> things that just simply don't hold should up. Should stay in your childhood. Mm, they should stay <laughs> over should there. Stay back there. Never see them Mm-mm. again. Maybe that is what it is. I don't know. But it just didn't do a damn thing for me. You know? All right. Well, let's talk about what is coming up. Yeah. We have a lot. So much. Coming up. Um, Mostly, we're just going to talk about the Disney Plus and or feature length uh, things that have been announced or rumored, I guess. Um, Most of them have been announced at one point or another. Uh, We have... Uh, I'm just going to go give a good list and then we go can for it. break into them a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Visions, mm-hmm. uh, which is coming out September 22nd of this year. Then The Book of Boba Fett in December of this year. Next year, supposedly, we're getting Andor and the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Uh, Mando Season 3, I had heard a reliable rumor that it's coming out in spring of next year. Yeah, I think that's correct. So, uh, I haven't heard anything official, but it was a, it was it seemed like a pretty solid rumor. Yeah. Um, which is interesting that you have the three live actions coming out in one year, and this year we've only we haven't had any live actions this year. None yet. Uh, we just had Bad Batch. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Yeah. With with have... Mando, we can go back to it, but but basically they just started filming, so spring sounds right. They're not going to do it this year. Yeah, no, well, they definitely said that it's Book of Boba Fett's in December, Correct. and they said that is definitely the next one. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they had said that Mando was coming out after that. Correct. Uh, we have Ahsoka, the Lando series, which we have almost zero information Almost about. none. Almost none. Rangers of the New Republic, which we aren't even certain is still a go. It might be, it might not be. Big question mark there. Uh, the Acolyte, which I am super excited mm-hmm. for. I would assume that is coming out. We don't have a date for it, but I'm assuming it's going to come out since it's at the end of the High Republic storyline. It will probably be coming out towards the end of the book release schedules. Correct. So you're looking probably like three or four years down the road. Um, A droid story. We have Rogue One, uh, the the movie Rogue One. Mm -hmm. We have a couple of untitled things like the Taika Waititi movie mm-hmm. which I'm super excited about yep. Ryan Johnson's movie trilogy which is still a go despite the internet yeah despite the internet because yeah I mean whatever you think about The Last Jedi it's a beautiful film and I am so excited to see what he can do when he has control of the whole storyline and not just the middle of it you know there's the Kevin Feige movie mm-hmm. um, which Again, seems to be, I I have no idea, no idea anything about this other than Kevin Feige said he wanted to do a movie and nobody says no to Kevin Feige at this point in time. Nope, no one says no to Kevin Feige. And then there's the announced J.D. Dillard um, project, which we don't know if it's a TV series or a movie. No idea. um, But it was announced a while ago. I remember uh, we had talked about it with Connor 
Um, but yeah, we don't know almost. We we know almost nothing about mm-hmm. about that as well. Correct. So I think that is everything that we have any information. Yeah, that's the lineup. Um, as far as I know, that I got that information from Variety. You could uh, check that out. Um, but they they did a lineup a few months ago of everything that was announced, and that looks correct to me. So, yeah. Yeah. So what are you most excited for? Obi-Wan. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about the Obi-Wan show. There's a lot to love about this. I mean, the cast, holy crap. I'm going to pull this up again. Um, the cast is unreal. Um, I'm really excited about Hayden Christensen being back. Um, we've got Joel Edgerton and uh, Bonnie. I don't know how to say her last name. I'm going to go with Peace. Um who uh are Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew. Um you got Indira Varma, who is great. Uh, there's a lot to love about this cast alone. Um there's it's pretty darn diverse, which is great. We always love to see that. Um and then you and McGregor yeah, the, being Obi Wan. Oh uh, yeah, it's um who Deborah Chow, is that she the one? Yeah, she's the one directing the Yes. The the series yep. and she had done the two episodes of The Mandalorian which were a lot of fun and mm-hmm. uh, some of the best ones and so I am super excited to see what she does with this. Yeah. Um speaking of diverse allowing I, I I love that a lot more women are getting to to be part of this yeah. really. Mm-hmm. In front of and behind the camera. Um there's there's just a lot more women getting to make their mark on Star Wars. Which I feel like it's, for a very long time, it's been Lucas, Filoni, Favreau. And those are kind of the decision makers. And Well, uh, like, Lucas is an obvious thing. It's, yes. It, it was his story, right, of his course. franchise. He literally owned everything. Of course he did. But when it got yeah. transferred on to Kathleen Kennedy and Disney, mm-hmm. at that point, like, um, Filoni was already kind of entrenched into it. Mm-hmm. But... It's taken way too long from that yeah. point on to get like the none of the sequel movies um, were helmed by women, yep. and like none of the TV shows have been helmed by no, women. No, there have been a few directors doing individual episodes, but through Filoni, through Filoni, and I think this is the first one. I mean, obviously, we had a few episodes of The Mandalorian directed by women. Um, I think she's doing the whole series. Yes, which is she's great. Doing the whole series, um, I'm really, really excited because those were like some of my favorite, favorite episodes of The Mandalorian, the ones Deborah Chow did, and um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good group of even just the executive producers, you know. It's like, oh damn, okay, um, it's gonna be good. I really do. Th- do we know how many episodes this is gonna be? I think it's just gonna be a mini series. Like, it's not gonna have more than one season. I think it's like six uh, episodes now. It says six episode limited series mm-hmm. on here, which sounds right. Yep. And I believe limited series is their definition of it's not going to have a season right. two. Right, exactly. Um, it looks good. I I still don't think we have a finalized um, premiere date. I think it's just 2022. Shrug. The pandemic threw everything, everything into question, mm-hmm. but also this was having some writing issues. Yeah, yeah. I think it was originally and eight episodes, and then they made it six. 
right? Yeah, and it, it kept getting, um, like, this. whoever had turned in the original script, it was turned down, right. um, and basically it got bounced back. Yep. And so it, it's that was a big part of it, but also they couldn't film. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I believe they're using the, the volume yeah. to film a lot of this, if not most of it. Yeah, sure. I'm sure. I mean, it. I'm just excited for the concept of this. I have no idea what Hayden Christensen's going to be doing in this show. I don't. Like, they literally announced him as Darth Vader. Right. So He's not Anakin, so it's, it's not, not a flashbacks. flashback. So is he in the suit? And then, then is why, James Earl why? Jones doing the voice? Because he did in the very beginning. Like, when, when Anakin became Vader, mm-hmm. right? He... It was James Earl Jones, yes, so and, like, and James uh, Earl Jones has actually come back for Rebels. Right? Yeah, he's he's down for a lot. That man, I adore him. He, I think he's reached the point in his life where he's like, "Yeah, I'll do it. Yep. Whatever. Like, I don't send me I, a script. I, I'll read like, I don't need the paycheck. I don't need the paycheck. I just don't care. Yeah, like, he's like, I'll do I'll Mufasa do again, no problem. Like he, he, he's good. He did Mufasa. I'm almost positive he did Mufasa in the Lion Guard TV series. I'm sure he did. Whoa. He just he seems to be having a lot of fun reprising his biggest roles. I think that's great. But he's not on this cast list. You know what I mean? No, he's not. So then, how in the he, heck? He also wasn't in A New Hope's original. Unbelievable. Um, I can't with that. Like this man should have been in the suit. Don't don't get me started on on how insane that whole thing is. But then you would have had to question the casting of Luke. It's the whole thing is a big how in the heck is this happening? To like in my opinion when they casted, you know, the pastiest white man I've ever seen inside Vader's suit. It, I saw you know, there was a there's a parody Oh, cartoon. I don't remember which one, but it was Luke taking off the face mask of Vader. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he takes it off, he looks at Vader and goes, I thought you were black. Right? It's great. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, whatever. Uh, it's a, a decision that was made before I was born. So I'm not going to yell about it. Um, it just is questionable. So, I mean, yeah. Then you're, you've kind of pigeonholed yourself into what Anakin Skywalker looks like. I love Hayden Christensen. I think he had almost nothing to work with in the prequels. And I love the prequels. I'm saying that fully embracing how horrible they can be, even though I adore them. Um, He's not great in them, but I don't think the direction of writing did him any favors. I think he's purposefully not great. I think that was his, that was the choice. It was a choice. Like he was, Sure. It, it was. It, it was. I, I believe it was Lucas's choice for him to do that, like, like that whiny tone to match Luke's whiny tone. Sure. And like it or not, that's what we got, yep. and that's kind of like the direction that they went. Yeah. In. And I think it's so brave. I mean, obviously, there's a paycheck attached to it, so like, take this with a grain of salt. But I think it's so brave and bold for Hayden to be like, "Yeah, I'll do that again." After basically Star Wars fans ruined his career. And he's not the only one. There's a lot of actors, especially in the prequels, that had ruined careers because of Star Wars fans and how, how they reacted to... Poor Jake Lloyd. Oh, God, that poor kid. I can't even. Like, oh, my God. Uh, the gentleman who's who played Jar Jar, whose name escapes me. Ahmed Yes. Best. I feel horrible for him and everything he's been through. Um, thank you. I don't know why I forgot his name. 
um, I think all of them were dealt the worst hand. Like, we've talked about it. This is another reason I don't want to get on a I don't like George Lucas train, but I really don't. He's great at some things and horrible at other things, and I think you need to take a step back and look at that sometimes. Um, he did not direct these people well in the prequels, and also he wrote a horrible script. So he, yeah, he directed them the way he wanted them to be exactly. directed, and and th- that's <laughs> that's what he wanted. Yeah, I think I think part of the problem with the prequels. Mm-hmm. And it's not a problem with the prequels. Mm-hmm. It's a problem with when they were le- released. Mm-hmm. They were released at the dawn of the internet. Yeah. Yep. And everyone and had an opinion and could yell about it. And now you have a platform to talk about it. And so, like, you, these people were around for the first trilogy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you didn't hear them. Of course. And I think it's it's interesting because all of the people who grew up with the prequels are now my age or around my age. And we are not quiet about how much we love them. And I think in, you know, 10 years, you're going to have the kids that grew up with the sequels doing the same thing. Because there's this revival of love for the prequels happening right now. And I'm certainly part of that. And again, I can acknowledge all of the faults in The Phantom Menace. And it's still my favorite Star Wars movie. You could listen to our episode on The Phantom Menace to hear about that. There's a lot wrong in that movie. I love it and I don't care. You're going to see that happen again with the sequels. All these kids who grew up loving these movies and watching them over and over again, you're going to see it come around and they're going to be louder than the people who hate them. And I think that's yeah, great. I'm I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I really like, think it's going to happen. Cuz like I said, I love the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I think the the fan or not the phantom the force awakens. Yeah. I keep wanting to call the force awakens the phantom menace. Um the force awakens, I think there's a good movie in there. Sure. I like it, it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's not anywhere near my favorite, but I like I can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um and I I'm I had the that last one. Uh we'll see when I go back to I it. I <laughs> still haven't rewatched it. I enjoyed it when I watched it knowing full well how bad the decisions that were made were. Um and how I, they basically the only... took the last Jedi and took a poodoo on it and was like none of that happened um that's the only movie only star wars movie i've ever walked out of that i didn't enjoy i it was the moment i decided i'm just gonna love star wars because i like there being more star wars i'm not gonna think too hard about it that's funny because here i am thinking very hard about it (laughs) but I but just decided to love it you know and i was like yeah i it's the only one i haven't watched twice I've watched every Star Wars movie at least twice. And this one I haven't gone back to yet. So maybe one day I'll do that and be chill with it. But I remember <laughs> I found evidence of Palpatine coming back in uh, the Book of Sith. And I was like, ha that's interesting. Like, and that book came out in 2014, something like that. It's copyright 2014. And there's like notes in it of Palpatine being like, this is how I'm going to live forever. And so the somehow well, Palpatine Because that's legends. Sure. But it's like, it's been in here. It's been here. They've been hinting at this forever. It's just that the movie did a horrible job of explaining how and why and what the heck. We Instead, we got well, somehow Palpatine returned. Well, in <gasps> Legends, he he also returned. Right. Yes. And, yeah. And it's basically a, just a, like a, um, that's a, it was a rehash of the Legends Dark Empire storyline. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it's 
also not one of my favorite. I, I didn't like that I'm comic sure series when I read it. And I'm like, I, I really don't like that they brought the Emperor back. And then they did it in the then movie. They and did I'm it like, again. oh, good. They're playing yeah. with the same uh, storyline. I didn't like the first yeah. time they did it. it. It makes sense. It's on brand for him. I mean, his whole thing with Anakin was like, it is. Padme doesn't have to die. And have you ever heard of the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. And it's like, well, yeah. Uh, Plagueis was his um, his master. So of course he's learning all he can and he's going to then do it. He's going to perfect it because he's Palpatine and he and Sidious and he will. And it makes sense. I just hate the execution. That's what I didn't yeah. like. I don't mind the choice. And see, that's how I kind of go like, all right, and I you can can't, like it. You know? And you can't like, you, you don't have to like the choices. Sure. And that's fine. But that that's what the, the, that's what, that's what have, like Ray is a Palpatine and she's a Skywalker Correct. now. Like that's it that yeah. She's both. But yeah, anyway, yeah. I'm excited to see Hayden whatever he does get another shot. Cuz I I think it's incredibly bold of him to be like, yeah, I'll go back into the belly of that beast, why not? And there's so many people my age, younger who are thrilled that he's back. So I'm really and I mean you and McGregor can do whatever he wants, really. So, yeah, I'm excited for that one. So, uh, yeah, there's like a lot of the stuff that's coming up. There's not much out about nope. Lando. I'm super excited for it, but we haven't heard much. Uh, Justin here. Simeon, the creator of Dear White People, mm-hmm. um, is taking a crack at the series. It's an event series as well. So this is probably mm-hmm. only going to this is going to be a one and done as well. Maybe yeah, like a we few don't know. episodes. Yeah, don't we know. don't even know if uh, Donald Glover is going to be a part of it. I assume that they're holding out on that. I don't see them making this without him. I really don't. I agree with that. But I think that's why we don't have a lot of information. They're probably figuring out stuff with him. And I know we've said this on a previous episode as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think once they figure that out, this show will either be tabled indefinitely or announced like fully what's going on. Um, so yeah, uh, Andor, mm-hmm. I'm excited for. I think Andor would be a lot of fun. Um, I enjoyed Rogue One. I think his character was super interesting. Sure. Um, the biggest question mark is they announced Alan Tudyk as K2SO in the series, and then he didn't come up when they announced talking about the series. I think on the uh, the press release in December. Mm-hmm. And so, did is Alan Tudyk still in it? Is K2SO still in it? Um. Which seemed to be no weird. idea. We do know we got Stellan Skarsgård and Forrest Whitaker, which is cool. Yes, um, yep. I'm just going through this. It's a prequel. It'll have twelve parts. Um, that's what we know. So it seems like there's going to be a season two if it does well. Um, they're kind of not closing the door on that like they are on these other things. Um, yeah, he's going to be which layered, I'm... which of course. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Oh, this even says, like... Collider says Alan Tudyk confirmed he won't be in the show. Which is interesting because they confirmed he was going to be right, in the I show. Right, I guess he backed out. A while ago. Mm-hmm. Or they rewrote the script and yeah, maybe. he got written out of it. Um, So he says he won't be returning, but then this, this quote um, from him is, quote, they're shooting it right now, I'm not in it. Um, no matter how unfortunate that is to hear... Um, this is from Cinema Blend. There is still hope in the air. Alan Tudyk has expressed interest in returning to the character. Um, and if they choose to bring him back, uh, he 
would do it. Uh, so we could find out about the development of the relationship between Cassian and the droid. So yeah, I I know in, in Rogue One, yeah, I know in Rogue One he was physically in the role. Like yeah. he he was like on stilts as uh, as K two S O, and they mapped the 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 droid over him. He seemed to love it. He seemed to really enjoy it. So yeah, it seems like he was supposed to be in it. He was either written out or something didn't work but he wants to be in it It, there's a lot of uh what the heck just happened here um you could check out the article on cinema blend if you want to read about it fully it was seven things where is it seven quick things we know about the disney plus show um so that's there if you want to read more but that that's really it we just kind of summarized it visions we've talked about um that's the next one book of boba fett seems pretty straightforward as well um ahsoka the thing i saw that i thought was interesting is that there's potential casting of both ezra and uh thrawn did you see this i know that rumored casting has come out but i don't think yeah. any, like I, I haven't seen anything it's all rumors it's alleged big alleged but maybe casting news when was this friday july 30th this came out um that we would have, I am. I might butcher this young man's name, so I apologize. Uh, Mina Masood from Aladdin. Um, that's who I. That's who I've heard. Is as Ezra and Lars Mikkelsen, who voiced Thrawn in Rebels, being Thrawn. Who I've I've said would probably end up being Thrawn mm-hmm. as well. That is so ale- big. Allegedly, everywhere. There's no announcement. This is the quote from Slash Film. Uh, there's no official announcement from Lucasfilm. That's just speculation. But in a now deleted Instagram post, Ahsoka actress Rosario Dawson seemed to confirm the casting news. So she might have spilled the beans before she was allowed to, or it's nonsense. And she thought it was interesting, and someone made an Instagram post, or her social media person made an Instagram post, whoever it is. Um, so that's a for, fun rumor. I don't know. Yeah, for. Anyone who's seen Rebels, who's seen Rebels to the end, uh, it makes sense that if you're going to have an Ahsoka show, and who they've already name-dropped Thrawn. Correct. That if you have Thrawn, you name-dropped Thrawn as a build-up to this series, Thrawn will more than likely, I'm saying like 99%, Thrawn's going to be in the series of Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. And anybody who's seen the end of Rebels knows that Ezra is also likely to show up as well as Sabine. Like there's no reason oh, why yeah, I think the, so. those characters are going to show up. They, they have to, or they have to basically bend over backwards to say why they're not in this. Right. Series. Um, so yeah, I think that's really it. I mean, unless we want to talk about Rangers of the New Republic, the Alkalite and a, a droid story, which are pretty far in the future and we don't know much about them or if they're going to yeah. happen. Yeah, Rangers uh, was supposed to be one of those taking place concurrently with Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and um, Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. But everything, it seemed like, um, I can't even remember the actress's name anymore, Cara Dune, was supposed to be one of the principal right. uh, actors in the series. And she kind of got herself booted from Disney. And so it looks like that show may not even happen. Yeah. Which is a shame for everybody else involved. One of the actors is going to be allegedly Filoni. This is what this is saying, that Filoni was going to... Well, that's he's he's one of the pilots. Right, so I guess he would have been an actor in the show, which is fun. Um, I feel bad for everybody else involved, because that, that was 
that would have been really cool. And I hope they find a way to make it work without her. Um, Because really, that's fine with me. Um, But yeah. And and the Acolyte is, as you said, kind of tied in with um, High Republic. So we've got a while before that's a thing. Um, It's supposed to take place at the end of the High Republic timeline, which I would assume would tie into the book series and comic series at some point. Mm -hmm. And so if it's at the end, probably would come out near the end of the book series and comic series. Yeah, I think so. Which is years away. You're looking, I think they said each phase is about a year and a half and they have three phases. And so that's doing math about four and a half years away. So looking at this would be 2023 or four. Mm. Yeah. Something like that. It's a while out. So we'll keep an eye on it and we'll same with the droid story. I don't think we know anything about that really just that. I think it's going to follow R2 and C3PO. Um, Yeah. And Connor will hate it. Yeah. It's fine. Do that if you feel like it. Um, but there's not much information on that. So that's kind of what we know. All right. And I think that's everything. Yeah. Do you uh, have anything else? No, sir. I'm good. I'm solid. All right. And with that, we'll wrap up another episode. Hopefully, JJ will be able to be back next week. But uh, until then, you can find us on Twitter at Talking Tauntauns or shoot us an email, talkingtauntauns at aiptcomics.com. Uh, we'd love your messages. We'd love to have a uh, episode with uh, listener feedback or something of the sort. So if you uh, have any comments, suggestions, co- questions, just feel free to send them to us. And uh, with that, we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.